say, just start the fucking podcast already. So here we go. Oh, I miss Nana. Well, welcome to the <laughs> Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number seventy. I am your noticeably, uh, audibly sick Jared. I have with me Mr. Michael Mahoney. Hey. Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Hello. J. Joseph Jr. Esquire. Yeah. And Doug Wilson. I put the bop in the bop, shabop, shabop. <laughs> Very good. Very well, good, good night, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So, a couple of points of, of order. Uh, one, you'll notice that we did not post a podcast last week. I meant to uh, schedule a Facebook-like post to kind of soften that blow of not hearing our beautiful voices, but uh, I, I didn't really get a chance. There was just too much to take care of before I left on my fabulous dream vacation where I got really sick. So, thanks, Mexico. Um, yay, Mexico. Yay, yay. Let's hear it for Mexico. Ever, yay. What is the Mexican animal? Like, we have the bald eagle. What's the Mexican? They have the golden eagle. The bull, probably. They just have an eagle, no, too? They have, the gold, they have the golden eagle. Oh. Is that, is, that really, is that really true? Is that the like yes. national bird? So they just stole you know, you know, Why, you know, why would you think it's not true? I don't know, because it just... Because they, they can't have a cool animal, you racist. Well, is there... You know, the, the, the flag has a fucking golden eagle eating a snake. I don't know. I don't know what's on the flag. What what is, what's the animal that works cool. for the bald eagle? I didn't look at the flag. I looked at I looked at beaches, and uh, you know what I looked at? I'll tell you this. We went to uh, Puerto Vallarta, and I learned that uh, Predator, the movie Predator, was filmed there. And yeah. um, my my family rented some ATVs, and we drove the ATVs up to the Predator set. And you can't see the air quotes I'm doing right now. But um, to to call a jungle where you filmed a movie a set is a little little disingenuous. Um, I think there's one thing there from the movie Predator, and it's it's a hollowed out helicopter. Um, Wait, so is the, does the jungle have so little going on that the only thing they can ascribe to it is that it was in the movie Predator? I mean, oh, come on, it's a jungle. I'm sure there's a ton of life. No, no, no. It's, it's a, a set. it's a beautiful beautiful jungle. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just it's just kind of. Um, I don't know. Jared hates nature. I do, and I hate I hate predators. That's well, you got to, at least you got to go to a fucking jungle. I went to New Jersey, which is which is similar. I went to a fake jungle. I went to Orlando. Nah, this is not fun. I went nowhere. <laughs> so basically, everybody had a great time. Um, we're sorry that we weren't here for you last last week when you needed us, but we've returned, and we've returned with a special request. Which is give us money, please, please, please. For the love of God. Maybe we please. could maybe we could Jesus phrase Christ. that better. There's gotta be a better way to phrase that. No, I, I we we just wanted to give us money please. or I'll kill you. So we've been we've been talking we've been talking recently about how to um you know, kind of start maybe breaking even on our costs for the site and just and just getting um, you know, the ability to do a little more than what we're doing right now. Uh, you guys probably already know the the sob story. We all have our own full time gigs that we're doing. Um, some of us are worse off than others, like they're in New Jersey or something like that. But um, for the most part, we we're we're all you know pretty tied up with stuff, and so we're we're trying to find some ways to um, expand the site a little bit, and and like I said, also just recoup some of the costs. 
Um, and so we discussed how we could launch a Patreon, because that seems to be the thing to do nowadays, right? Um, it's all in. Kids, cool kids are doing it. Yeah, all the cool oh, kids yes. are doing it. Um, we're not indie developers or anything special like that, but I feel like there's still some stuff that we can bring to the table. So if you enjoy listening to our podcast, if you feel like it, it provides you with, with warmth in your heart and, and you know the goodness for all mankind that we try to bring to you each week... Um, I would encourage you to go check out patreon.com slash enemy slime. We've put up a bunch of fun uh, fun and exciting rewards and goals for anybody who's who's willing to donate to our cause. Um, I think my favorite is, uh, depending on how high you're willing to donate, um, our, our talented artist Jay is willing to uh, draw a beautiful rendition of you on horseback. Uh, I believe nude. Yes, nude. With the with the video game character of your choosing, and let's yep. be real here, we all know that that's going to be Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Is there another character that you would ride a horse with? Nude. No, I don't think so. Knuckles. Oh, yeah, Knuckles is good, too. Well, it, it is going to be interesting trying to draw something. I don't know. I'm, I'm very dark and edgy, so I'll go with Shadow. Uh, the good news, Jay, is that if you need to figure out how to draw Sonic nude, the internet has already covered that <laughs> very substantially. <laughs> you should have no problem yeah. finding uh, points of reference. And uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily feel like Googling for it. but So if, before we, we go and start making more Sonic and dick jokes... Um, you know, there's a lot of bullshit going on with gaming journalism outside, and no, no, you're making that up. No, no, no. I, I, I read something about it like the other day when I was in the bathroom. What, um, what did you? What? Which is which is the good place to read about game journalism? Exactly. And <laughs> most of it shit. So, uh, so, Lucio, you're saying the state of it is bad? I would say that you know we're. This is pretty much costing us time and, and resources to do right it's because we would like to see something like this uh but since nobody else seems to be able to talk about video games without talking about all the other bullshit around it uh we decided to do it yeah i would People say at home, i've played all of citizens of earth for you <laughs> it's time you started living up to the, your half of the bargain <laughs> and you know with this money we're not really uh, looking to do much, but what we're trying to do is we're trying to, first of all, pay our hosting costs so we don't have to, you know, leech off Jared anymore. And then, um, you know, put the rest into uh, things to improve the site, especially advertising, so we can actually compete. And people don't yeah, need to go to fucking what, Kotaku anymore. What, what, does this have to do with, what does this have to do with games journalism? Well... And so nobody's necessarily saying that we are the beacons and the champions of of games journalism at this point. In fact, well, you I, can't you can't be the beacons and champions of game journalism because <laughs> yeah. not once in this pitch have I heard a hashtag. Well, and, and I, I will I will comment that I I think that probably the weakest section of Enemy Slime is the news section, and it's just it's like I said it's because we're all so tied up with other stuff that by the time we get to news stories a lot of the time it's just over and done with like it's already been there and so we. We try to get the stuff that we think is really important or, or really close to our hearts personally or something like that. But, um, you know, there's still lots that slips through the cracks. And if, if we started to, to recoup some of what we're losing on the site, we might be able to kind of um, 
you know, do do better at that sort of stuff. And so we, we put up a, as many good goals as we can. Um, I don't want to spend, you know, forever, uh, you know, saying, suggesting that you go and, and check it out. But um, I will say that if you, if you want us to write and perform a Sonic Boom spec script on the podcast, that, that can happen. And that is with a, that is with the help, I, I presume that he would help, of a, uh, you know, professionally trained screenwriter. Yeah. That's right. Michael Mahoney, everybody. That. That, that seems like the best I did get two moment. Oscars this year. It's, it's how we, it, how better let to me just use... Say, let me just say this. I'm not, I'm not stating anyone's credentials, but having an Ivy League degree in film, writing a Sonic spec script seems like the perfect use of that time. I mean, it, it, it does seem, <laughs> it does seem like the natural evolution. I think it's what most film students do. Um, right. St- Steven Spielberg, uh, before he, before he had his breakout hit E.T., you may remember him from his, uh, you, you know, his speculatory screenplay, um, Sonic and Tails go to the, the men's brothel. <laughs> that definitely sounds about right. It's not the best title. I mean, he was just starting out. What can you expect? It's the screenwriting equivalent of doing porn. Everybody's got to do it at some point and to you know, get ahead. I'm not even really crazy about the special edition rewrite he did on the script where he removed all the dildos and replaced them with walkie-talkies. But, <laughs> you know, what can you do? Sometimes, sometimes it's all you can ask for. And look, right. I'm on Patreon right now on some of the shit that's getting funded here. I mean, if you have to cancel one of those, just no, no, no. Let's not be negative. Let's not be negative and denigrate everybody else's hard work. Um, I just, I no, just no, wanna... no, no, we should, we should. Oh, you're right. Never mind. We <laughs> never mind. We should. This is the end of an slime podcast. So if you're donating to anyone on Patreon, we insist that you cancel that and and resubmit it to to us. Um, you should be your only one. In all sincerity, we we really it, it, it's at least partially a labor of love, right? I think everybody would hope that something else would come of it, but um, it, it's definitely something that that we have a strong passion for, and we want to do even better at it. And so, anything that you guys can do to enable us to do better with it, that's certainly something that we would welcome. So, if you like any of what we've done, or the potential of what we've done, or maybe the idea of what we say we're going to do then um, I would definitely encourage you to go check out our page and see if there's something that, that speaks to you on there. And also, if you really fucking die. hate us, you know, pay us enough and we'll go away. Yeah, I, you know, I can't think of something that would be a better thing to do than to receive money from my enemy. Like, that would be yeah. terrible. Just reach I, out to I, us. We'll, we'll work something out. And if you don't want to, to donate and you have a specific reason for it, you can always, you know, threaten us and call us names on the email. That's what it's for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got. There's a lot of, there's a lot of really great, you know, rewards and opportunities that we've put on the page. So you should have plenty of chances to insult or degrade us. You may even find yourself on this podcast verbally abusing us in person. So wouldn't that be cool? No, I suppose. I suppose not. Moving on. Should we talk about games? Well, let's talk. I have some news first. What? 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 What's? What's your news? It's actually not so much news, I guess. So the um, the final episode of the first season of Girl Meets World is coming up on the twenty seventh. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. What what can all... we expect from the adventures of girl? Topanga I, two. I I, I I believe she's going on her first date. <laughs> Did you call her Topanga two? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Topanga two. <laughs> I don't know the names. And so um. 
Isn't actually Corey too? Because Corey, you know, Corey could be a female name. I need you to be really honest with me. How much Girl Meets World did you watch today? I watched. Did you watch it all? Two full episodes. I feel like. Okay, that's 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 okay. I, I, watched, I think I watched the bullying episode. and I watched the um the holiday episode because it had Ryder Strong on it. Right. Right. Yeah. The always sexy Ryder Strong. Always sexy Ryder Strong. You know, a lot of people on that show are him. sexy. That's true, but you might know Ryder Strong from hits such as Cabin Fever and um, nothing else. And Boy Meets World. He was on Boy Meets, <laughs> Boy World. Meets World. He was on Boy Meets World. And then he was on Cabin Fever. And he was on Girl Meets World. It's a full and circle. He was on Girl Meets World. There we go. They're actually they're all actually, they're all related I, too. I do get the feeling that a lot of the show is just because his people can't get other jobs. I don't I don't want to spend too long on on TV, but I also right. feel like we should mention you, you guys saw that the X Files is coming back, right? The X Files is coming oh. back for for six whole episodes. So, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> so you mean to tell me they've canceled the X-Files? <laughs> so they canceled the X-Files. So let's oh. see. So I guess I guess so far we bought back Boy Meets World. We bought back the X-Files. We bought back Veronica Mars. We bought back 24. And Oh shit, we did. That was actually pretty good too. Yeah. Why we? I believe I've heard something about them bringing back Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking stupid idea. <laughs> they are. Um but okay, so let's 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 cap it off with what should they bring back next? Everybody gets a vote. Go. <laughs> I th- I think I think Sonic the Hedgehog the Saturday morning cartoon. That is a, such a good pick. I I almost think that one, but Lucio, you have a chance. What would you bring back? I I am ashamed that Jay didn't bring this one up, but uh, Pirates of the Dark Waters. Oh, okay. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. Michael, what do you bring back? Mash? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Start up that Vietnam War again. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. <laughs> it was the Korean War, by the way. I know that. I do know that. Um, and then... Uh, and, but you can still send that, uh, insulting emails. Doug, what TV would you like to have back? Perfect Strangers with Balky. I don't even know what the fuck that is. The greatest <laughs> sitcom ever. It sounds like it. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and cast my vote for Fuller House. That's what I'd call it. Fuller House. That's a good one. Yeah. Didn't they have a full house reunion? I don't know. May- I, maybe. I, I, I think I missed it if they did. That I seems, thought so. That seems like Hey, a little now. kid. Why are you two people now? They tried well, to do it, but Jody Sweden did too much meth and died. Uh, no, she didn't. Right. She's fine. No, I think you're talking about the Olsen twins. She did just enough meth to, to get, like, hot. Uh, who, wait, who, you know the Olsen twins are really about one step away that you could probably pay for sex with the entire cast. All right, all right, we're moving. So let's see. I didn't because I, I actually wasn't. My intent actually wasn't to hang on TV. I did actually want to talk about the rumor that Hideo Kojima was leaving Konami. Is it? So I was out of town. I, I was in a, a another extravagant, beautiful country when this happened. Um, <laughs> give us money, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah when i was in, when i was in new jersey i spent all my money in atlantic city so now i want your money it's worth noting my mommy and daddy bought me that vacation that actually sounds worse that sounds even worse it was a christmas gift um oh geez. they had to top the lamborghini from last year <laughs> because what happened is that 
Jared got a black iPhone last Christmas and he wanted a white iPhone. <laughs> yeah. And he was so heartbroken. <laughs> to make it up, move so up. I snapped it in half and threw it in their faces. <laughs> this, you expect me to have this? <laughs> this is the worst. What were we talking about again? What's even going we on? We were talking about Kojima. Oh, yeah. So so I didn't see any of this until I came back. I thought it I thought it was confirmed that he was uh, being removed from the studio. Is it's, that not? It's it's strongly hinted at. Very strongly hinted at. Because yeah, like I saw the I saw the statement they released, and all they say in that statement very clearly is that Kojima will finish the Phantom Pain. Yeah, yeah, that's all they say. And now everyone's wondering what's going to happen with like Silent Hills and all this other shit. So what? I mean, why? Why would you do that? Because it works so well. So I mean, I I think I generated a list. Let me see here. Um, of other similar success stories, right? Like, so, like where you where you fire your your star talent. Uh huh. Like it, when it's a, like, it's a powerful strategy. Okay. Please yeah, go so, ahead and enlighten us. En- enlighten us. <laughs> okay, so let's see. So this this is, has been has been the highly kind of successful strategy. So Capcom, they got rid of uh, Mikami and Afuni and Hideki. That worked pretty well for them, I think. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, so yeah, things so, are better now. Now we don't hit have after, any... hit after that. All right, okay. Now, now LucasArts did very well after getting rid of Tim Schafer. Yeah. Um, and Ron Gilbert. Uh, yeah, and Ron Gilbert. Epic was extremely successful once they got rid of Cliffy B. Yep. Yeah, remember... Um... The other game they made, the tank? Uh... Ubisoft, Ubisoft is doing terrific without Jade Raymond and Patrice Dieselitz. Yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed's doing really good. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, v- victory is on track. He's also gotten rid of some star talent in the past. They got rid of a, a Kerry Yamoka so they could uh, get Corn to compose their music instead. I think that worked out great. That's a rock star <laughs> move. I mean, that I, I love Corn. Yeah, they, sh- they should be everything. You guys ever see that music video where uh, where the bullet flies through all the stuff? I'm yeah. watching it right now. In fact, does it fly through Corn? I don't remember. No, it flies now, around Corn. Now, like it sees Corn, and it's like whoa. No, 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 no! Not corn the band, corn the vegetable. What? No, well, no, corn isn't a vegetable. Jerry. Anyway, what, what what other success stories do we have? James? Um, we have Microsoft axing Peter Molyneux. Well, that. Uh... <laughs> well, I mean, he had. <laughs> Stop! I'm gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> even no, for our dedicated no, listeners no, who paid for that, I don't even no, know if I can. I don't even know if I can share that with someone who supports our fabulous Patreon. <laughs> Now you're glad that you paid for it, didn't you? So, so for the most part, this has been a rock star strategy, I think. All of these companies are, are doing really good. All their franchises have not suffered an inch. I, I played Resident Evil 6 last week, and let me tell you, boy. No, it's true. You make a man game. looks great. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they really want Kojima to make another game. And every time he promises, he's like, okay, well, this will be the last Metal Gear, and then I'll make the game you want me to make. And they just, you know, it's like, you, they just got tired. I'm tired of waiting for you, man. It's time to yeah, move on. I mean, it's date four I, I and we okay, haven't so fucked I'm gonna, yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest here. I'm gonna, probably going to state the unpopular opinion, but at this point, what are we really losing with, with Kojima? No, I'm with you. I mean, you're losing, you're losing Metal Gear. Well, I don't even know. There's a, there's a whole complex thing about who holds the rights to Metal Gear and what happens after that. I, I don't even really know. Yeah, but his, his version of Metal Gear now is like just something that you hope it's good, but it's basically the level 
of like bluster and and over swollenness that um resident evil 6 was you know mm. under his oversight yeah so, i don't know I, still... I, I guess i guess i guess he's still really good in terms of gameplay but that doesn't matter when you can't fucking play the game to me though uh, it is it is his more than like almost any of the examples that you gave like they're just so intrinsically tied to each other i can't imagine playing uh, a Metal Gear game with with no involvement on yeah, Kojima's that's true. Part. I mean, it's not so that not means he's like... all that much more guilty for what it's become. Sure, I mean, maybe so. <laughs> so, I mean, let's let's be honest here. The Metal Gear series is probably more bad than good. I, but I feel that there's very. Uh, I guess very... I guess I'm alone here. Like I I, I didn't really I, have no, a big I'm issue with, with four. I don't hate them as much as everyone else. I, seems I don't to. really have an issue with four. I no, I but... do have issues with Ground Zeroes for sure. That's the I, thing. What, what I don't I mean, know. For me, where it's more bad than good, but at the same time, you still want to play them because there's something weird and quirky about them that keeps you coming back. And without Kojima, I mean, it's just going to be I mean, another if, fucking. If, at the very I'll least, I'll put it this way: at, at least other series that have lost all their big talent and and have died a little bit, um, like Final Fantasy and Assassin's Creed. The next title that comes out, I'm going to be very, very skeptical towards it and carefully watch the reviews. Um, before I buy it and see what other people's opinions are, I think with Phantom Pain, I at least still want to buy that straight out, you know? So I'll give it that. Yeah. I will give it that. Yeah. Um, we all say that the Metal Gear series is more bad than good, but at the, the end of the day, we end up playing the games anyway. Like, I played fucking Ground Zeroes, even though Jay warned me against it. And he was right, but still, you to, know. To like, be fair, to I be did. fair, it is. No, but I'm kind of glad I did. And, you know, it's just there's nothing like it. And that's there. that's what I was going to say, which I think a big part of it is n- nobody else is doing it. Um, and by doing it, I mean s- snooks. Nobody else is doing it. <laughs> no, one else, no one else is uh, jamming a nuclear device up women's pussies. Yep. I mean, you know. It's, it's only Kojima that like, has that kind like of like you to jam them. That's just going to be boring. Right. So, I mean, you know, what are we going to do now? <laughs> Once the Phantom Pain is over. I really don't well, know. Maybe it's finally the last game and we can all put this series to bed. I'm sure that it will satisfy everything that I've ever, uh, you know, needed from it. And, you, mean like, uh, you mean like Snake Eater did? I mean, sna- sna- everything could have probably just ended after Snake Eater and we'd all yeah. be happy, right? Like, Yeah, pretty much. But instead, it's like watching a loved relative waste away slowly from cancer. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's not a bad and then thing. every couple of years, Hideo Kojima comes along and pees on them. <laughs> True story. I did, like, I did like Peace Walker. That was like the last good one, in my opinion. All right, well, we should stop talking about this because we're not going to agree on anything, I see. <laughs> so... I, I, I like I like Peace Walker up to and including the Peace Walker battle. Anything anything after that needed to not happen. I I really liked the part where you had to repeat a bunch of missions just to finish the, the game. Yeah, that was that was after that was after you fought. I, I, re, I really See, like for the, me. I really like the part where you had to date your best friend and then the fourteen year old girl. Yeah, you date you date the fourteen year old girl who is and your best friend later. Yeah, yeah. Well, you date your best friend, but you see, here's the thing: you date the fourteen year old girl, and then later on, the fourteen year old girl steals the Metal Gear. And uses it to kill you to a pop song, and then that's when she comes back in Ground Zeroes, and she has a nuclear device jammed up her vagina, and she blows so, up after so you dig around in her after you dig around in her intestines a little bit. It's a normal arc, <laughs> I guess. Spoilers, by the way. 
And then when what when does the la la lu la lo come into play? Uh, that was much that further. Was a, is that the yeah. pop song she sang? Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the one. Say, it was really I actually know I actually know the name of the song. It's called Love Deterrence. Of course you do. Of course I do. <laughs> I'm 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 too segoy to live, too kawaii to die, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, moving on. I have so many games that we that we should talk about. Um, where do you guys want to start? Do you want to start with Hotline Miami first? Yeah, let's start with Hotline Miami. So Hotline Miami 2, Lucio played it. Go, what, what's going on? You gave it a four. A lot of people didn't give it a four. What's, what's your deal? Well, my deal is that, you know, I went in and, uh, I killed a bunch of people and then I went to play Hotline Miami and it was pretty, (laughs) (laughs) pretty true to life. No, but talking seriously. No guys, but for real. (laughs) I Honestly, a bunch no. of people. But um, he is casting from prison right now. <laughs> <laughs> the the problem with um with a lot of the reviews that I read and what I did is I didn't really read any reviews before I finished mine, so I didn't want to because there's a lot of bullshit around how the Miami is as a series having to do with the content, um, and for some reason they're trying to make it into something it's not. They're kind of like, uh, you know, praising it for its narrative. And the first one in Miami had a narrative, but I feel that what it made it special to a lot of people was that it was just big enough that you could kind of fill in the blanks with whatever fucking interpretation you had. And they go and talk shit online and try to figure out what's going on. And that was kind of cool. Hall in Miami 2 tries to fill in all those gaps and the story really isn't that good. The thing is... The story doesn't really matter for why I like Hold in Miami. I like Hold in Miami because you it's a very arcade game, right? You start, you pick up weapons, you kill a bunch of people, you move back up, you die, you press R, you start again. Uh, and there's kind of a rhythm to the game. So you start, you you go, you kill a bunch of people, you die, and so on. So And that's there. Let me let me ask, because I'm of the belief that um, any plot elements in the first game are are almost like a deterrent and just something that I have to get through to play the game again. So if I enjoyed Hotline Miami just from a purely mechanical standpoint, am I going to be able to enjoy two because the story is a letdown and I don't care anyway? Or is the story like getting in the way of playing the game? Do you get what I mean? There's a lot of story in the game, but you can skip it. So it's not it's not going to like deter me from because I just want to go in and no. shoot stuff. I don't care about yeah. so the first yeah. playthrough. The first playthrough, you're gonna to have to put up with it, mm. but after when we started playing the game, the levels, you can just turn it off, so you don't have to put up with it. So you, you do have to, you do have to witness the story. I, I do think that something, and I've only seen a little bit of the game, but something that I've kind of deemed as a drawback is the limitations on the masks. Can can you go into how that works at all, or like what? Maybe explain so it to me better. It's a bit misleading. There's a few. There's a lot fewer masks. They are maybe more, uh, they affect the game a little more. But the thing is, there's also a lot of characters. So in a way, switching characters kind of takes the um, the place of the masks. So the characters themselves play differently. Right. So there's, for example, um, one of the characters is uh, a soldier, right? So he has a specific lore and he has to change weapons. So he has like a knife and uh, a gun that he has to reload. Um, 
there's a journalist who only does non non lethal takedowns. A what? Uh, a journalist. That's not in the spirit of things. Exactly. So you know, it, well, you say, you say he's writing a book, right? He's writing a book on the on the killers on the hotlines. Yeah, on the hotlines in the Miamis. Yeah. Um, there's um, there's they also do a lot of cool things with the mask. So there's one that is two characters at once, for example. Um, so one of them is a chainsaw, and the other one is uh, like a ranged weapon. Um, that seems so all, that seems so weird to me. Like to what? What did you play this on? Did you play it on PC? Yeah. Okay, good. Because this game really feels like it needs a mouse and a keyboard to me. Yeah, it works it well with like- both. Did you? Did you? Did you? Has anybody played Hotline Miami with a controller? Like, is is that a I, thing I that you can do? I played it with both. Yeah, huh. I played it with both. I was fully both. Really? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have expected. It's just so. It's just so twitchy. I feel like I would be lost it's, without. It plays, it plays better with keyboard and. Okay, so as long as I'm not crazy. No, no, no it does play better, but you can, you can make it work with. with it. Um, and I, I don't even have a good joystick anymore because my Xbox went broke so i bought like a logitech fucking bullshit because before before i left for the trip i thought about downloading it on the vita to take with me because i decided instead of the 3ds this time I'd, I'd take the vita with me while i traveled and um i wound up not doing that i i instead opted for grim fandango uh hd which i've never played grim fandango at all and uh I actually have a draft of a text message I was going to send to you, Lucio, because I got stuck and I didn't have internet service and I needed help desperately. <laughs> Why did you get stuck? Uh, very early on. On his all expenses paid vacation to Mexico. So I don't know if this would have been a problem. I don't know if this would have been a problem um, on like the PC or the PlayStation. But on the Vita, it feels like they didn't really take into consideration how small the screen is going to be. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of stuff where, like, there's just a little itty-bitty item on the screen, and you you sometimes don't even, like, see it. There's, there's a part where you have to pick up a road sign and move it around to find a, a specific, like, location. And um, I've, I've fucking lost the road sign. I set it on the <laughs> ground and I couldn't find it again. I had to load a save and, and go find I it. Don't know. I don't know that I could help you with that. No, that actually wasn't my problem, though. My problem was much earlier. Um, I could not figure out how to um, stop... Oh, shit. I already forgot everybody's name. How to stop Domino's mail from going through the tube. I would put my card in, but the card would just get sucked into the tube. Oh, okay. You need the card. Uh, you need you need to use the three hole punch on it, right? Um, but I didn't. I just never figured out that I could use the three hole punch, and it took a very long time. I played for <laughs> I played for quite a while, but I did finish the game on the trip miraculously, and nice. uh, it was it was quite an achievement. Um, definitely a good game, but it's, it wouldn't it's a hard game. I wouldn't. So so Grim Dank. Grim Fandango, five out of five. I'm glad we discussed that game. Yeah, play it on play it on the PC. Don't play it on the Vita. Yeah. It really needs a mouse uh, to to really work right. So, where where are you on Hotline? I thought we were talking about Hotline. Is there more? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Is there anything else to to relay about Hotline? What's your overall like impression of it? Do you think the things I didn't like about it? First one was um, the levels are a bit too long. Mm -hmm. What I mean about that is that there's 
like five or six screens to some of them. Ooh. And this is not a game that you can just pick up and play, right? I mean, right, right. You can't, you can't like set it down and come back later. Exactly. So uh, that was a, at least for me, was a drawback. The second one is that it kind of felt that with the emphasis on story, you lost a lot of the crazy weapons that they used to have. So like, there's no longer like a ninja star. No. That you can pick or stuff like that. It doesn't really affect the gameplay so much. It's more like a like a cosmetic thing to me. But you know, I kind of like to go in and like you know, I don't know, I pick up a brick and throw it in somebody's face, and then I pick up a katana and I cut him in half. I've but, noticed. I've noticed on some of the footage I've watched, it seems like they kind of arbitrarily lock you to weapons sometimes too. Well, that's part of the different characters. Oh, okay. Um, and some of them, for example, there's like a, a Russian mobster that you play as. And he has different loadouts, but instead of being masks, it's different items that he picks from different people. So, you know, you beat up this guy and he gives you a, a pair of glasses and that's one loadout that has like a tactical role or whatever. Uh, so I, guess, so I, guess, I guess the question is, if they have multiple characters, does the gameplay warrant it? Like, do they each feel different from one another? They do. They do. And that's, and that's the only, like I said, the only problem that I have is that they're too long and there's a lot of emphasis on the guns sometimes which with the controls that they have it's not you know it's not fun mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know essentially and it feels cheap like I said in, in my review it feels cheap to say that if you enjoyed the first one you're going to enjoy this one it, but that's really the truth okay. and that's not necessarily a bad thing you know yeah no I mean I, I think that that's a important takeaway and I, I don't know a lot of people who didn't like the first one um let me ask i have two questions one okay. is the soundtrack would you say it is on par with hotline miami one better than hotline miami one or worse i would say it's on par on par nice yeah that's, that's i mean you have some things that are you better. seem you seem pretty nuts about the soundtrack to me i mean it was on par man i liked it I, i'm also nuts about the first one yeah i that, had that shit on my phone for like Three months after the game came out. They're, they're both really good. <laughs> Quite good. Um, and then my second question is, would you say that it is more violent than the original? No. And my follow-up to that is, do you really think it's that violent? No. Everybody makes a big deal out of it, but I don't really feel like... I, I don't what really I think f- Puddle of Miami does really well is that they make you walk out of the, of the level when you finish it. Oh, yeah, so you yeah. Get, you get to see all of the, like, mangled bodies. You get to see all that pixel carnage that you caused. So I, th- I think that's kind of why people feel that it's more violent. I don't feel that the actual content of it is that bad. I think that, because, you know, during the whole game, you are, like, with this adrenaline rush, and the music is blaring, and, you know, it has, the, like, this little straw effect in the background, you know, when the screen moves. And then, you know, you finish killing everybody, the music stops, and there's, like, this weird, like, you know, note that they play and then you just walk out of the of the room and everybody's dead and lying, you know, and there's blood everywhere. And I think that's why people feel it's more violent, but I don't particularly feel that it's any violent. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the famous rape scene that everybody was up in North about is just the one section that they showed. There's nothing else like that in the game. Gee, so, you, you know, can't so handle much pixel that. violence. I think you should probably just kill yourself because the world's too hard for you. <laughs> well, well, there's a... Okay. There's a violent suggestion. 
I'm pretty sure the people that are offended by Hotline Miami are not listening to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Not, a, not at I'm, this I'm point, pretty, shit. I'm pretty, sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure the second I said shoving a nuke up her pussy is the second they all stopped listening. <laughs> all the Christian moms dialed it down at that part. <laughs> but they turned it back up later because they just, they want to hear that sweet Lucio boy's voice. <laughs> I will read poetry to you if you give us money. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's, you know, really well, there's to say about Hotline Miami 2. It's, it's good. If you like the first one, you should get it. It's, you know, there's a, I noticed in Steam, there's a two-pack for 20 bucks for both of them. I want so to, um, I want to totally switch gears, if that's cool. Because um, I know you also played Final Fantasy. But before we get to that, I want to jump, because I feel like we went from excruciatingly violent, now I feel like perhaps we should go to excruciatingly adorable, and uh, to that I take, born, obviously. I take us to Michael Mahoney, who played um, what I think is probably one of the best looking games that I may have ever seen. And that would No, be... I wouldn't actually, so we're talking about Ori, right? We are, Ori in the Blind Forest. <laughs> yes. You know, I wouldn't actually call it excruciatingly adorable. Like it's, uh, it's got some some dark parts to it. I mean, it's kind of got a cute Disney-like. Uh, you know, I think even on their page they say they borrow from uh, Studio Ghibli pretty heavily, and th- it's definitely there. But uh, yeah, man, that game is beautiful. Like it's just so fucking nice to look at. It is really something to behold, and even just in like just regular footage, like like just watching it on YouTube, I was I was astounded how good it looks. And I'm sure that actually playing it's probably even better. Yeah, I would imagine probably you don't quite get everything. But yeah, even just like watching videos, it's so gorgeous. And, um, you know, I think at this point I'm just kind of jaded. You know, I've what haven't we seen at this point? But it still was just so fucking nice to look at. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, obviously you enjoyed it. It's a it's a Metroidvania style game. Um I don't know if you have any other like like favorite. Were you a Castlevania fan back in the day or? Oh yeah, yeah. So, so actually, you know, I don't. Uh, I'm kind of out of it when it comes to the gaming terms. So you told me that was what the game is, and I looked it up and I was kind of like, oh no, I don't want to play this. <laughs> and I was wrong because it was fucking great. Well, and I, I do. I I I I was just about to leave, and I I saw footage of the game, and I was like. Oh my God! Somebody has to talk about this game or has to cover this game, and so I, I do appreciate that you um, that you picked it up and, and played through it. Oh um, no! By all means, it was uh, like I said. I mean, just the fact that it's gorgeous is was great, but um, you know the gameplay too is it's so tight, it's so well designed. You know, you do a, you do a lot of stuff. There's a lot of action, and I never felt like I was trying to do it with with the wrong tools, basically. Mm-hmm. So you do um, know you do know that Skype has a mute function, right? Who could that be directed at? I actually assumed it was Jay. So. <laughs> no, Lucio. No, it wasn't me. Lucio's a, our loud typer today. <laughs> Did you get a mechanical keyboard there, champ? No, it's a keyboard I always use. And I always type when the during the podcast, so I don't know what. He has things to type this time. He has yeah. things to type. Well, type quieter. Yeah, took a chub one. Just, just push the keys a little softer. So I wanted. <laughs> yeah, that's this pod. That's this podcast in a nutshell. <laughs> I wanted to ask because one of the things people people always talk about Super Metroid, 
uh, when they when they talk about this kind of the style of game. And I actually really kind of hate Super Metroid a little bit. Um, oh, really? Just yeah, be, certainly. And maybe Why the it's, fuck do you hate good things? It's because I'm stupid, I guess. But I played it back before we had like the internet. And there are parts in Metroid where, for example, you get missiles and you just shoot a wall that you never would have known exploded. And then you can... There's pre- an X-ray visor in that game. Is that what I should have used? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, I like the game then. It's a good game. I feel like <laughs> internet too, man. Come on. My question is, is there shit like that in Ori? Like, am I going to be sitting there being like, why can't I get up this wall? No, actually, so, well, okay, so that's, that's one of the things I really hate about this genre is like, oh, there's a wall I can't get through. And then halfway through the game, I'm like, oh, I get a hammer and I can break down that wall. Well, I don't remember where the fucking wall is. So... You're that an, was something I was really not looking forward to. That you're much, an old man. I, Mountain Dew's too sweet, and I don't have time to walk back to no fucking wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're going to interrupt there again, little whippersnapper? <laughs> no, I'm I sorry. Tell me. walking in the war. Tell me more. <laughs> but, um, so Ori does have that kind of stuff. Like, you, you will have to do some backtracking. One, it's almost entirely... Um, Optional, you know, you just you get power ups and you know little nice extra bonuses, um, but you don't have to do that much backtracking. Like the 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 main map is all pretty centralized; you can get from one side to the other without too much hassle. Um, but also, you know, you you've got your map, and the map actually map or uh, marks things like, oh, there's a wall you can't break through. We'll put it on the map. So then later, when I finally get the ability to break through that wall. I can just pop up the map and be like, "Oh, I got to go back there." That's something and, uh, that I—that's something I would have appreciated in like Strider. So it's a very similar game, but there's just all these parts where I remembered seeing something that I should have, you know, broken through or used a power on, and then they—they they never actually really helped me get back to it at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, even like you know, Symphony of the Night had a little bit of that, but it was always in a location that you were probably going to go back to pretty soon. So. Mm-hmm. That's why Symphony of the Night is a better game. Yeah, yeah, naturally. Maybe not better than Ori. That's, that's really you would would you give it that that high of a claim? Because I mean, Symphony of the Night is 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 king, right? Like it's man, Symphony of the Night is pretty fucking good. Like overall, I think probably Symphony of the Night's still the better game. But um, for what it is, Ori really is just so close to perfect. I mean, that's 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 very high praise because. Um, I, I think that I think that that particular Castlevania is probably the most revered. I would maybe debate that some of the uh, DS games are actually a little better, but um, I don't know. Maybe maybe not. I'm I'm talking out my ass. I don't I don't know. No, Fusion was good. I don't know that it's better. I like Fusion Zero. I really. Oh no, I I meant uh, I meant for Castlevania the the DS oh. games. But shit, you're right about Metroid too. Um, Fusion's really good. Like that's a great game. Um, Are you talking like Portrait of Rune? Because I think that's one of the best. I think specifically I was thinking of Aria of Sorrow, but I mean they're all really good games, so it's hard to it's hard to nail down yeah, a particular I mean, one. I can get mad at somebody for liking a different one more than I. It's kind of like Zelda, you know. I even I even would defend like Circle of the Moon back on like Game Boy Advance. I think that's what it was called. That sounds right. So, either way, Ori solid recommendation, correct? Oh, most definitely. There's just, like I said, you know, I I went into it really with indifferent expectations and was totally blown away. I I would say if, even if you don't think this is a game for you, you may want to give it a try. 
because it could be the game for you. Maybe. Well, so is it? So what is it on? Uh, it's PC and, and Xbox. It, yeah, it's it, it? it's published by Microsoft. Uh, so yeah. only PC and well, Xbox One. That's less exciting. I would have given them one just for that. Kudos to Microsoft. Shit. I mean, both uh, both companies got a, a major exclusive this the, in the last few uh, weeks. I, I don't think I will compare Ori to Bloodborne, but okay. Well, no, they're they're certainly not super related. And I wouldn't. But... I wouldn't compare Ori to Resident Evil Six. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, they're equally violent. All right. <laughs> so I want to talk about. Final Fantasy Type Zero. I want to talk about Bloodborne, but I don't think Jay is going to let Resident Evil Six go. Um, tell tell us about the T Rex. I mean, tell why am I this two year old game? Why am I talking about a game that's like two fucking years old? Who cares? Well, I mean, we talked about it. We talked about it on uh, two podcasts ago, I think, and mentioned that nobody had ever played it. And yeah, that's true. And then and then I got curious and I played it, and uh, I I see now why no one had ever played it. <laughs> It was uh, it was much, it was be- much better. I, I was much better without knowledge of how that game works and how it feels. I give it this. It's a very pretty game. I think Resident Evil Five was pretty too. It just had a lot of frame rate issues. Um, that's about it. You okay. know, I, I, I guess, I guess you say the order is kind of like an interactive movie, right? Yeah. But would you say the order has things like gameplay? And mechanics that work. Yeah, actually, I, I think yeah, the because Resident Evil Six doesn't have any of that stuff. I think the shooting in the order is actually pretty good. Like, I, I found myself having fun every now and then. So it's just what like, <laughs> God's name was. <laughs> Are you okay, Jay? That's that not me. me. That was that was Doug. We made him faint because I said the order was fun. <laughs> it was so unbelievable. My brain couldn't process it. <sighs> <sighs> Doug seems Where to get I? hurt on What's the camera on? on the podcast a lot. <laughs> All right, so Resident Evil 6, not good. Here's my last question about it. If I gave you yeah. a time machine and you could go back and stop yourself from playing Resident Evil 6 or going to New Jersey, which would you do? I would stop myself from playing. Uh, damn it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that's... Actually, not sure. It's a tough call. It, it's not every day that you go... Which experience made you stronger, I guess would be the question. I guess Atlantic City made me stronger. I go. definitely don't have anything as value in my life thanks to Resident Evil 6. <laughs> <laughs> That's something then. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Let's do, let's do Type 0, and then let's do Bloodborne. Um, I also have the, um, the demo for Final Fantasy 15. Oh, shit, you do. Fuck, we got a lot. All right. Let's do them both right now. Which one's, okay. which, which one's better? I, I don't know. What, what, what's the I demo? Like what, even, what even happens? I'm so curious. So you know how the big thing in the Final Fantasy 15 preview was that you got a car and you were driving? Yeah, just like Batman in Arkham Knight. The car is broken down in the demo if he goes, fuck you. Oh, so... so. <laughs> so I haven't gotten to use the car yet. I don't know if I'll ever get to use the car. I don't know, man. They, they Basically, the, the plot is that you broke down, so you have to... Get money with your bros to fix your car so you can keep going on your adventure. Oh, so this is like Firewatch. And in order to, uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> in order to do that, you go and try to kill a behemoth, uh, and then you fuck up the the killing. But I mean, it has this really big, long open area. Now that you mention Firewatch, yeah, it's kind of fucking boring. It's like <laughs> the Hinterlands or nice. <laughs> 
it's like the Hinderlands or Dick. it's like Monster Hunter, but not, but without a really good combat system. So Actually, what, yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. It's like Monster Hunter, but without a good combat system. Is there a Final Fantasy that you can compare the combat to? Like, what are we doing here? Do we got ATBs? Do I just control one oh, person? You control one person, and then there's your. I hate that fucking AI guys. Mm-hmm. And basically, you have um, an MP bar that any pretty much anything that you do except attack wastes uh, takes out MP. So dodging. And defending takes away MP. Special moves take away MP. Um, healing takes away MP. So the idea is to try to dodge and attack whenever you have a chance. But there's really no much to do. So you can either attack or not. And if you run out of MP, then you're in deep shit. Especially with bosses. Because you can do anything and they will just kill you while your fucking AI teammates, you know, watch. <laughs> <laughs> Watching you get owned. Well, that's a, that sounds <laughs> good. Pretty <for> good. <laughs> yeah, that sounds very promising. So yeah, this is, this is this is what they've been working on for seven years. And you know what bothers me is that lightning returns. You can say a lot of things about lightning returns, but the fucking combat system was solid. You know, um, Type O has you know a lot of problems, especially you know with its PSP legacy. You know, it doesn't look as pretty. Um, it does a lot of the story by showing rather than telling, but the combat system is good. So, well, isn't showing rather than telling better? I was going to say, that's the advice, I mean, isn't it? That's what you sorry, want. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, Boo! <laughs> Give me money. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, but it, but it had a good combat system, and the fact that this things in so much so inspired it's just it's weird to me man like i wasn't expecting much but i was i was expecting it to at least be mechanically competent and to not even have that is <laughs> i'm still disappointed it's like hmm. oh let's go in with low expectations okay so okay I'm still not happy wait which which game are we talking about are we talking about type zero no we're talking about the 15 demo he was saying that the, the type Type Zero might look bad, but at least Type Zero is functional, right? Uh, right. It has to I be. don't. I you know, I don't know how you can be so hard on Final Fantasy Fifteen when they all have those fabulous haircuts. I mean, the haircuts are rendered lovingly and beautifully. And what about their clothes, man? It's like some Fashion Week shit. I mean, does it look good? Nobody would ever say that a Final Fantasy game that, doesn't look that, good, right? That looks like that looks like it looks good. It is it is nice. I mean, I don't know. That, the area, that looks the, like if I open, that's another thing that the area that they choose to show me is the fucking most uninspired area they could have gotten. So you want about, to show me that it's a big open world, okay? What are you gonna do, Grasslands? Oh well, that isn't like the fucking opening area everywhere else. Yeah, it's what great. It's Grand music? Pulse. How's the music? Yeah. Ooh, the and, music. Yeah, is it still the same bad music? Yes. Where, like, a little J-pop song during combat, and... Yes. That's sad, because the music actually be what used to be one of the best parts of Final Fantasy. It's true. Yeah. Even even the worst Final Fantasies oftentimes had good soundtracks. Well, one of the things yeah. that bothers me about the combat is that it has a lock-on thing, and it sometimes just doesn't allow you to lock off of things. So if you want to run away... Um, so there's this one battle where you're supposed to run away from the enemy, but the camera keeps locking onto him. So what you end up doing is this guy ends up running in circles around him. And of course, 
you keep getting hit because you are not actually running away like you want to. So is this uh, is this fifteen or zero? Fifteen. We're still in okay. fifteen. When will you tell us about the good one? <laughs> when I'm finished ranting. <laughs> so I, you're, I, you're, I, you're, you're, you're all like a moron. Here's what you're gonna do with, with you. I'm no, going to send you. you to I'm going to send you. No, no. Listen, no, 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 no. I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you Resident Evil Six. I don't care. No, and no, then no. you're never going I, to I complain. Warned I warn you. You're never going to complain Resident about Evil. any other game again. I warned you not to play Resident Evil Six, and you. No, 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 no. You, 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 the guys don't get it. You lovers, lovers. I'm talking too. Guys don't too. understand how bad Resident <laughs> Evil Six is. I don't think anyone here understands that. I think. You have to play it personally to understand. You know, I really, in all seriousness, I'm still kind of considering it because I just don't understand right. how it could be that bad. It doesn't yeah, seem so like you it, have to play it. You have to play it. To it looks. To, it still looks kind to, of fun. <laughs> you have to play it to fully grasp just how bad this game is. So I will send it to you, Jarrett. You, you're welcome to. I'll, I'll, I'll play it if you do. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I told you not to play it, so it's on you. Listen, no, 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 no. You don't get to hang it over everybody else. There's a lot of Resident Evil hater raid, right? There is a lot of Resident Evil hater raid, and the. The majority of the series actually. Did I tell work. you not to play it? I think it's no, yeah, Power but you would have you would have warned me to not to play a ton of different Resident Evils that I loved. I you mean, know? no, the only one I really I, heard things about was six. I haven't really heard much about it all. It's not like that you know, turd that's four, right? <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know uh, Revelations existed until you told me Joe had a really good ass in it. Now I own it, so there you go. But anyway, what were we talking about? Latinos. Talk about type zero. You're going to tell, tell us about Type Zero finally. Yeah, I would. I would like to hear about Type Zero. So I'm actually enjoying Type Zero. It's um, it looks bad. Um, you know, it's a PSP game upscaled to PS4, so it wasn't going to look good. Um, what what's going on in it? Are you are you like students? Every time I see it, it seems like there's this giant group of people. So this is what's going on. It's um. The way that the game works is kind of like they got a bunch of the cliches from Final Fantasy and they kind of changed them up a little bit. So now the crystals are the forces of magic in the world and there's four nations, right? What a mix-up. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds totally <laughs> that, exciting. That sounds so fresh. The, I'm, I'm sorry. You weaponize the crystals. So... All war is done via magic, and one of the nations in, uh, invents, um, I guess what you can call it, a doomsday device that blocks the crystals from the other countries, and they attack, um, you know, the main characters. What so they are, are there? Are there summons in this game? There are summons in this game. Oh, uh, get the fuck out of town! You're kidding me. But that they kill the wild. Uses them. That is wild. <laughs> Did you hear the second part? <laughs> What's the, they killed him, yeah. So anyway, um, uh, they killed him in every game. There's always so a point what, of fantasy. What There's always a point of fantasy where you have to kill the summons. That always happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they kill the person that the person who gives their lives for the fucking summon to appear. Oh wait, so when you summon someone, oh, you oh, die? I see. They die when they summon. I got it. That's actually yeah. that's actually kind of sweet. Yeah, that is kind of cool. Um, so basically, it's kind of like a. A Harry Potter in this war kind of thing, and you're essentially yeah, it's it's Harry Potter born on the Fourth of July. Yeah, essentially you're students, but you're also soldiers because you're the only ones who can use magic because of plot. And I won't spoil it, but it's really stupid. <laughs> um, but you're the only ones who can use magic, and you're students. 
So you actually get a like, little, little scene of like old people going like, what are we going to do? I don't know. What if you're students? Ah, it's kind of fucked up. Ah, let's do it anyway. <laughs> so the the opening scene, you get to see one of your classmates die and cry as he's... No, that's fun. That. So it's a very, as you can tell, um, you know, a very whimsical game. It sounds like the sequel to Frozen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, were you being sarcastic when you said it was whimsical? Because, you know, a Japanese game... Eh. No. So, so let me guess. Is the, is, the, is the reason they can use magic because the second that they blank each other, that's when they lose it? No. Because the Japanese like to do that a lot. It's like, well, you have, a, so you just have, so you you know, have a special power because you haven't had sex yet. Just, just so you know, um, magic is stronger when you're a teenager. And I assume there's probably something to do with sex. Because, like, you know, so you you, you were in charge of believing in magic once I started banging. <laughs> no, that's when you're supposed to believe in magic more. Yeah, really. I mean, was it that bad? No, man, it was awesome. <laughs> anyway, okay, uh, that's the magic. You're in charge of. Um, See, Michigan. next time, ne- next time you have your first time, you need to throw on some Jimi Hendrix and smoke a little sticky, and then it's really magic. So this is a Final Fantasy game, you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this all happens in the Final Fantasy game. They they basically turn down the lights and they they put on some uh, psychedelic music. It's the whole so sequence. White. So Barry White, you know. Yeah, that's normal. Psychedelic Barry White. Everyone knows that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Let me go grab that out of my vinyl collection. We're doing we're doing we're doing well in talking about these games. I think we got through Hotline Miami. We got through Ori. We definitely <laughs> it definitely started to fall apart around around now. <laughs> I, I think it's already falling. Tell me, tell me. I really want to talk about Bloodborne because I'm so, I'm so excited. But tell me, well, give, who's, give who's, me, who's played it? Because all of you have proven yourselves to be true friends and refused to buy it for me. I think, I think Doug's the only one who's played yeah, it. So I'm really, so we can give a man more. a fish. I'm really relying heavily on Doug here. Hey, I, 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 I had my fucking fish, and it was in New Jersey, and it gave me mercury poisoning. So you should take pity on me. Look, nobody told you to go to New Jersey, okay? I had In fact, had you Jersey asked me, I would have actively told you not to go to New Jersey. Listen, listen. No, yeah, all, you, all you guys have like this very sound, hindsight is twenty twenty advice. Don't go to New Jersey. Don't play Resident Evil 6. I told you so. Well, we did tell you so. Yeah, so like 100% of the time, we've given you good advice and you've ignored <laughs> yeah. it. I don't see what the problem is here. I think Jay's just a hater. <laughs> Bloodborne. You okay there, Jay? Support, support the Enemy Slime podcast. You'll find us on our Patreon. But now, <laughs> but now Bloodborne. Doug, really, you, you played it, right? I did play it. I, here's what I want. Great story. I have been looking at it all day, uh, sitting on my desk, and I haven't had a chance to do anything with it yet. Um, I would like some hot tips, because the thing about like a Dark Souls-esque game is that a lot of important things happen at the start, right? Like, you pick your class... And if you pick a shitty class, then you're shitty forever. And um, I think out of out of the three Souls games, I think I've had to re-roll in at least two of them because I made like critical errors early on and had to restart. Okay. What so would what would you how, suggest? How do you normally play it? I I like to have a sword and a shield, which seems like it might be a problem in Bloodborne. Well, yeah, you're not gonna have one of those. A sword or a like, shield? Or you're both? gonna have a shield. 
You're going to have swords and various other weapons, but no shield. Is there a magic in this game? Uh, I haven't really found magic. I don't, so I don't think it's like a huge component, but I might, I might not have gotten to it yet. I, I hear, uh, I guess. So what did, what, what, did, what did you roll exactly? What class? What, are I, there classes? What is even going on? Yeah. I wouldn't really say there's thing? classes that you just choose like a background and that depends on like your starting stats. So I picked a uh, military veteran background, which gives you like high strength and high, I think, endurance or vitality. So basically, you have more you have more stamina and more strength than like the other starting classes, but they don't ultimately they don't really matter because as you level up, you can just choose whatever stat you want to. Is there a is there a deprived class again? Uh, they call it it's like waste of skin or something like that, where it's oh, just what? you start at like level four or or something. It, it's it's something where you're like you're a waste of space, basically. So kind of like this whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's that's very accurate. Hurtful. No. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess you gotta you gotta not you get used to not using a shield because there. I mean, you can't. There is a shield, but it's a like a wooden plank. So how does that how does that change combat though? Like, is it are you are, do you have to be more aggressive or is it just more about dodging and parrying or like what? You, did, you definitely need to dodge. Um, I know you can parry. I was always terrible at parrying, so I haven't done it yet. So I just kind of just d- dodge and dance around like a motherfucker. So. And is that but, how you is that how you would have played it in Souls? Because I'm always like a, a nice, you know, hulking. I know I always was defensive, and so it's it's kind of hard to get used to. Um, but after a while, you just kind of get you, you. Also, you're a lot faster to make up for that. Like your character just walk is just faster moving. He dodges faster. It's so it's not like you're trying to be a dodge character in the Dark Souls universe. You're trying to be agile in the Bloodborne universe. And so you're faster as as just overall. And there's no equip weight because there's not really any armor. Oh, what? Or, and weapons don't have any um, equip weight or anything like that. There's no there's no weight to the game at all. So, it, I mean that that sounds like a big drop uh, for the series. It would would you would you describe this as more streamlined than Dark Souls, or is it still as like complex would, as always? I would say it's. I don't say it's a drop because I mean this isn't this isn't Dark Souls. Or right. Demon's of of Souls. course. Of course. I think they're trying. They're just doing like a new way. I guess streamline is was one way to put it. But I think the way that they want it is that in this setting, it wouldn't really make a whole lot of sense to have shields because there are guns and stuff like that. So. So I mean, how difficult is it so far? Uh it can be pretty darn difficult. Um, like at the very beginning, like when I wasn't used to the dodging and dancing around and stuff, like, cause they can throw quite a few enemies at you and you have to, they give you like a pebbles or even though you can just shoot like a, a guy and then kind of run away and then he'll come in and engage you one-on-one and then it's a lot easier. But it like the very first part of the level, there's like this band of three guys that'll just run around and if you're not careful, they'll just gang up on you and you can, and that's probably the first place I died is I didn't notice where they were, and I was killing another guy, and they just came up and uh, pitched fork my butthole. <laughs> Literally. The guy had a pitchfork, so. Well, of course, right. I, I knew that's what you meant. And some of the bosses are super tough. I haven't beaten one without co-op yet. And the one I'm on right now is, like, he seems to have, like, no, like, vulnerability time. Like, he'll do an attack, but it's such, like, a, a random attack that, like, I can't ever find out like where he's gonna be to hit him so he's really hard 
So, so I, I had read that co-op was unavailable until you finished like two of the bosses. Is that not the case? No, no. You get you get the bell, which is how you summon co-op. There's just there's not a lot of co-op partners at the very beginning of the game, so it kind of takes a while to find someone. Why? Why is that? Just because there's not a lot of places to put like a is it summon signs or like what are you? How does it work this time around? Basically, you ring a bell. And then you can go around the level and just run around and do your own thing. And then eventually, once someone else like uh, wants to join co-op, then it'll find you and then it pairs you up. Okay. So right. you can be anywhere. Like No one has to touch a sign or anything like that. Basically, you ring a bell and then they ring the, uh, the other type of bell, basically saying that they want to co-op with you. And then it... That you get paired up that way. Is it is it something where you can co-op with like your friends now, or is it because you um, could, you could do it in Dark Souls, but you had to like find the right spot to put your sign and like hide it from everybody? And there, well, that's what they have. They entered the watchword, so like if I can put a password on on like my my game. So, oh really? Yeah, like if I if we wanted, we could just call it enemy slime. It's like eight eight words or something or eight um eight yeah eight letters. And so if we could just come up with one, if we wanted to all co-op together, and then <laughs> we have to enter the password to join my game. Oh. Um, I'm trying to... How... Like if, if we all entered the same one in our watchword list on the like main menu, then I think it'll only pair, pair people with the same watchword, is what they call it. So if you put, like, penis... Then you're going to get... You're probably going to get matched just, with a lot of people. You're just going to get cool dudes, right? But if we made up, like, a randomized letter, you're probably only going to get... I mean, I it could easily happen where you'd get to some random person, but it's going to happen less. But you're also not going to get co-op with anyone else. Right, right. Um, does it work the way it works in Dark Souls, where when you summon someone, they don't get credit in their game for what you do, or is it, yeah, or is no. it like a true co-op where you're actually progressing together? Yeah, they don't they don't get credit. They just get to help you out, or or you help them out. Okay. And uh, but with that's still pretty good because it helps you see like. You can do a co-op at the beginning of the level and kind of find out where all the all the traps are without you losing your souls, and then your poor co-op partner dies, and then you get to laugh at him. So, um, I have to also ask about um, the big complaint. It, this game's gotten great scores; like it's doing awesome as far as reviews go. Um, the big complaint that most people seem to have about it is uh, load times. See. People complain about the load times, and I mean they're there's they're slightly annoying. I think there's a lot of over exaggeration, but my biggest complaint is going to be frame loss. Really, not hmm. load times. Like I mean, like if you die, I would say it's twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. I'd say between when you die, and then if you go back to like the main hub area, which is called Hunter's Dream, then uh, it takes a little bit longer. But they're not. Maybe it's just because I have a cell phone, so whenever I'm loading, I'm just looking at my phone. So maybe that's why it doesn't bother me. But Ooh, the, a cell phone. Ooh, yeah, the drops. The drops bother me more, and they happen much more frequently than I'd like. What? Because um, I I noticed when I saw the game back at E three that it was it was really framey, but I just figured it was something they'd smooth out. But I mean, we we all know that From Software has a a nice robust history of yeah. Well. It's not. It's never as bad as Blighttown. It like no part has been as bad as Blighttown. But there are. You'll be walking through an area, and it'll just kind of just pick hit, up for hit, a, hit a split second. It's not enough that it's like like you start really chugging along or anything like that. But 
there are times where it, it just sort of hiccups too much and it's kind of annoying. And the game looks really good. And so I understand that, but it's like, okay, this is annoying. Maybe if it was on the PC, like a good game. Yeah. Sons of bitches. It needed to be 1080p, 60 frames, 120 frames per second, actually. That would be ideal. So, I, I don't know. How, how do you, where, where do you rank it? Like, I know that you're not done, but in, in the Souls series, where, where do you put it? Where's it? What does it tickle? It's still pretty high up there. Um, I will say, like, I know I, the, the whole setting, and there are different, like, clothes you can wear. You're not wearing the same outfit. So there is different things you can wear, and they do have some of an, somewhat of an armor value. So it's not like you're just wearing the same outfit the entire time. Um, but I always, I always like being the sword and shield guy, too, and, or at least having, like, super cool medieval weapons and wearing badass-looking armor. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of bummed that that's just not going to be in the game. But... Well, I mean, you, you you might still be able to get like you you might be able to look badass by the end, right? I yeah, mean, I mean, I still I think my character still looks pretty badass because I look like a. Well, see, even even that to me is kind of disappointing though, because like souls, you always you always look doofy right at the start, right? Yeah, like you just you you collect a, a hat from someone, and and you just look ridiculous, and then towards the end of the game, you just turn into like this this sleek, sexy iron badass. I'm not necessarily if badass is how I look. I think I look cool, and I I think I found a top hat, so I could look rather dapper as well while I kill people. <laughs> but I I I really do like it. It's it's a lot of fun, and oh, I know a lot of people complain about Dark Souls Two is that the world like wasn't nearly as interconnected as one. And I don't think anyone could make that complaint this time. Oh because really? Because the way yeah, I was going to ask about that is. It, it's pretty darn amazing because hmm. like there's so many shortcuts and like you'll be playing like what I like so far when I was playing a little bit earlier is that you'll get through an area and you'll be like you'll have taken a really long time before you found a shortcut and you're like good god I'm gonna fight a boss soon and if I die I'm gonna have to walk this whole fucking level again and I'm like getting almost upset or like this is gonna take 20 minutes to get back here and then right before like you get to the boss area there's just you go out and you see this little door and you're like oh wait and then it you go up a ladder and bam, you're back to this like right where the the lamp is, and that's basically the bonfires. Mm, okay. So you're like, oh wow, that's really cool, and it, it the whole world is built really great. No one can complain about that, and if they do, I would hit them. Okay. <laughs> so so pretty much any any problems that you would have had with with two are are probably addressed here, as yeah. far as as far as world design goes. As far yeah, you know, world design so far seems really. Really cool, really interesting. I mean, I like the I like the Victorian setting. It's very bleak and and messed up. And hmm. the enemy the enemies are so far pretty varied. I mean, there's the standard like humanoid enemies. There's these big brutes, and the bosses seem pretty pretty cool so far. I had a big like werewolf, undead werewolf guy, and then uh, one was just basically a humanoid who attacks like. A fucking madman and he was really hard but luckily i was able to co-op and, and beat him but he attacks so so fast like all the enemies attack really really fast hmm. so it's it's pretty brutal is it i guess maybe one more question about it which is you mentioned the level design is it does it feel like you could do it out of order reasonably or is it is it the kind of thing where like like two i really felt like there was a set path you know 
Hmm. I don't know if I'm far enough yet to really say, but I think I do think from what I can see so far, I think there are elements that you can do things somewhat out of order. Like one of the, the, the boss that I fought first, I think you should always want to fight him because I think it's how you, you are able to actually level up. But I think oh. it's not necessarily tied to the boss. It's tied to a certain type of, if you, there's something called insight and you have to get at least one insight before you can talk to the, the lady that levels you up. Mm-hmm. And so most people get it by going in and seeing the boss. Once you enter a boss area, you get one one insight, and that unlocks your ability to level up. Oh, like re- regardless a, of if you win or not, or yeah, uh, if if you were to go there and he just immediately cuts you in half, you would still you'd wake up again, and the the living doll lady that levels you up will will then talk to you. So does my is there a lot of loot to find? Like does my classic Dark Souls approach? So what I do in Dark Souls is I spawn and I run as far as I can past everybody. And then I pick up as much sweet loot as I can, and then I die, and then I have a bunch of sweet loot. There <laughs> is loot, and you can do that, but the, I would say the loot is not, the actual like loot you wear and weapons you find aren't as plentiful as in Dark Souls, and that's why I hear is that there's a lot less weapons, hmm. which also I would say is a bummer, but every weapon you have has basically two modes, except for the guns. So like the weapon that I'm ma- mainly using is the Kirk hammer, which is its normal mode is just basically you have a sword and you just slash people with that. If you transform it, then you are wielding a giant hammer. I saw there was a whip that turned into a cane. Yes. And that what you can you can choose that as a starting weapon. I did not, but I could I could buy it if I wanted to doesn't, right now. Doesn't that just seem like the pimpest weapon ever? Like I yeah. mean like I mean literally like for a pimp. Like a, like a big purple coat and a cane that turns into I a I mean, whip. you could have a goblet that turns into a, a hand. That'd that might, that might happen later. Like, there's, I know, it, it's, I, it's really a lot of fun. So you would, you would say that your character is very pimp-like in nature? Pimp-like? No, he not. said he didn't, wearing go, a, he didn't go for the cane. Are you I, didn't, I didn't go for the cane. Well, if you got the cane in the top hat, do you think would, things would be better? I probably it would probably be pretty cool. I could buy one once it, I kill enough people. Well, maybe maybe you should get it, and then five out of five for the game. Oh, I'm wear, currently I'm wearing a tri tri corner hat. I think is what they call them. Oh, yeah, tri corn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have a? And I look pretty cool. Do you also do have you, a corn cob pipe? I do not yet, but I have like weird glasses, and it, I look pretty snazzy. <laughs> <laughs> I was my 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 first pair of pants had really long belt loops. And I felt that that was actually a hazard because I feel like with all the swinging I'm doing, my hands are going to get caught in those belt loops and then I'm going to get pitched fork. What the fuck? This is <laughs> <laughs> this whole game. All right. yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. I Besides being a little bummed that there's no heavy armor, but I, I, I really like it. I mean, it's, it's definitely new. It's, a, it's, it's not just like this. You couldn't say it's the same old, same old. Well, so you heard it here first. Doug, Doug, the From Software apologist, says, nut up on the load times. <laughs> They're not that bad. Yeah, get I, over it. Like, I'm not saying it's not annoying, but okay, people are like, it's like a minute when you die. And I was like, no, no, it's not. They, um, and, and, and From actually said today that they were planning on patching it out, which does, of course, beg the question, why did you have it in there? <laughs> Maybe... Maybe, maybe you should have fixed it before. It's almost like they launched it and they were just like, do you think anyone will notice? And then everybody noticed and they're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll fix it. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Fine. See if, I guess we'll fix it. See if the entire world notices. Oh, they did. Oops. 
the fuck? <laughs> Although I heard the bigger problem is that Amazon royally fucked up and people just are not going to get their copies. Oh, for the collector's edition? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Wait, so what's the fuck up? They're just I, not getting their copies till April. They they don't have enough, so you have to wait like an entire month. I heard I heard about one guy telling a story saying that he contacted Amazon customer service and they gave him a sixty dollar refund so that he could buy the game, and then they're still going to ship him the collector's edition. So Thanks. that's pretty snazzy, though. But that's probably just he said he was a Prime member, so I'm sure that's why. They're, well, I like it. They're like really it. nice to you if you have Prime. You should buy it. All right. Well, there you go. You should buy it, Doug. Doug, you heard it here first. And if you don't like it, I am sorry that you have no joy in your life. And bad taste in everything. Well, I'd say that's a good stopping point. Wouldn't you, listener? I promise that we won't like like grovel on the podcast for money every time. This is this will probably be the last time we mention it on the podcast, at least without you know being in passing. Um, but uh, but yeah, go go check it out if you if you didn't if you enjoyed this this show today. Show I don't I don't even know if you enjoyed this thing that we put on the internet today. Um, you know, let us know. Shoot us an email. Send us an email. Contact at enemyslime.com. Maybe, uh, maybe give us one of those tweets that the kids are always doing nowadays at, uh, at, at tweeter.com slash the enemy slime. We're at Facebook under the same name, the enemy slime. Go follow us. Go tweet us. Go do all that shit. And um, thank you. Thank you for listening. And if, if, you, if you find it deep down in your heart or your wallet to support us, then thank you for that, too. We, we really would appreciate it. And I think with that, unless there's anything else that happens.